Seven people were killed in Saturday's van and knife attack on London Bridge and in the borough market. One of them is a Canadian. And at least 48 people were uh, injured in those attacks. The attack sounded uh, graphic when you listen to the people talking about uh, exactly how things went down. One man said he saw the three attackers stabbing one woman all at the same time, just from different angles. It's just a, a gory gory imagery and it's a horrible tragic story and uh, you know Theresa May of course the British Prime Minister called for allied governments to regulate cyberspace in the wake of terror attacks in London on Saturday night and she suggested that more has to be done to prevent homegrown extremism sparked by conversations on the internet is is this even possible and where would we start Uh, to answer some of those questions David Shipley a cyber security expert CEO of Busseron you've heard him on the show before joins us again David good to have you here. Good afternoon. How do you regulate cyberspace? Is it even possible? No, it's not even in the realm of possibility that the ability to do so has long since passed. We're about 30 years um, too late to be having this conversation at this juncture. Um, There are things that, you know, certain internet properties can do. Um, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube um, probably could be held to a higher standard, just like we used to hold publishers to, as to the uh, content they host. Mm. You know, there are sometimes hours or longer where some awful graphic content can be circulated on social media. And so I think there is something that should be done about that. Uh, But the idea that the British government is advancing quite aggressively to compromise everybody's privacy to create this kind of digital... uh, Pantopticon, where they can search everybody's thing at any time, you know, because there might be a threat, sounds so totally totalitarian and dystopian, it it almost boggles belief. Yeah, I know that uh, Twitter has suspended, you know, uh, 300,000 plus accounts, you know, in the past uh, for, you know, um, going, you know, posting things that are over the line and uh, and just uh, questionable. But, you know, could it be seen as an advantage that people are posting their thoughts on places like Facebook and Google so at least you can spot the people who are being radicalized? I think there's a certain point of that, absolutely. But I think there is a certain class of heinous content. Yeah. Um, so when they're, they're posting these videos and, and celebrating these things, that crosses a line. I think mm-hmm. there is a, an important part about free speech and, and how much are we willing to sacrifice about what makes our society the way it is in the name of security. And, you know, we have to be careful. Politicians are uh, really awful at grabbing these terrible events and using them to advance uh, agendas that aren't necessarily in the public's interest. And, you know, this issue uh, back and forth about encryption is not going away. And encryption is not necessarily a bad thing. Encryption is a thing that protects our banking and our e-commerce. And so we can do these things with trust and surety. Mm-hmm. It also can protect people from, you know, who might be seeking help uh, to get away from an abusive spouse. So to protect their private communication. And how much are we willing to throw on the floor um, for a fake perception of security? Uh, I find this extremely worrying. Uh, Google and Twitter and Facebook were mentioned, but is it naive to think that these are the only platforms being used? I mean, uh, there must be a lot of jihadists that are underground and using other forms of online communications. Oh, absolutely. And in fact, the most insidious and well-planned of these jihadists, um, they don't even use the commercial tools because they already suspect that Western governments have thoroughly compromised them. And so they do things that are known as what's called operational security. So they may eschew uh, electronics completely. Um, And if they do use electronics, they often use very old school techniques um, like stenography, the idea of hiding messages in images. 
um, to make sure that their stuff can't even be known that it's even a message. So, you know, these folks, the cleverest of folks who are organizing things, aren't going to ca- get caught in a dragnet that's looking at Facebook Messenger or WhatsApp. You know, they're beyond that. So I question completely this whole debate. I, I find governments are want to overreach to spy, and uh, we have to be careful about the abuse of that. I mean, we saw with the Snowden um, files in the United States, widespread abuse of data collected by the government illegally. And I, I fear giving them the keys to everyone's privacy will result in um, terrible things. David, do you think that Theresa May will get support in other Western countries? Oh, I, I, governments always love to be able to see more and more. So, you know, the nation state apparatus, um, I, I, I certainly think they'll find an ally in uh, Donald Trump's United States. Mm. Um, I think the Trudeau government has um, shown a bit more discretion um, and certainly hasn't been um, as, as near knee-jerk as other Western governments have been about these things. So, you know, that is somewhat comforting, although, you know, we've had our challenges in the past with respect to issues around C-51. Mm-hmm. Uh, so do you think she's selling a false sense of security with the fact that, you know, the election is just around the corner? We're five days out here. Oh, absolutely. I think this is electioneering at its worst. I think this is pandering. Um, I, I think it, it it's security theater. Um, I think it also, I think, has the, the genuine possibility of impairing intelligence because what can happen, and we saw this with the NSA, is they drown in so much information, truly finding the threats because it's not targeted um, is impossible. And so I think they put too much faith sometimes in their advanced technologies to find threats. And so while sacrificing everybody's privacy at the altar of false security, they end up no better off. And I think we need to pause and really um, think carefully about what kind of society we want to live in. Um, or, in fact, these um, awful, heinous human beings, these terrorists, are, are in fact going to win. David Shipley, I appreciate your thoughts on this. Thank you so much for being on the show. You're very welcome. Cheers. David Shipley is a cyber expert and CEO of Boceron Security and friend of the show.